0: Welcome to The Top, the podcast that provides you with what you need to succeed in the real estate world. Brought to you by the Collin County Association of Realtors. Here comes the man who has toured Joint Chiefs of Staff, launched nuclear missiles and reported to Ross Perot. CCAR's 2020 President, David Long, and communications extraordinaire, Jonna Fernandez, CCAR Chief Operating Officer. Hey, David. Hey, Jonna.
1: Welcome to The Top.
0: I'm happy to be here.
1: This episode is one that's after all of our own hearts. We're going to take our hair down a bit, and we're going to have a conversation with Realtors and discuss what exactly homeownership is, why it's important, and why we love what we do.
2: So, who do we have joining us today?
1: Well, today we're going to kick things off with the Collin County Association of Realtors Chief Advocacy Officer, Adam Majori. As our listeners will quickly learn, Adam is very passionate about homeownership and the protection of private property rights. <laughs>
2: Hi, Adam. How you doing? I'm well, Mr. President. How are you? I'm great.
1: So, Adam, let's start with what home ownership is and what role do real estate professionals play in facilitating access to it?
2: Okay. So, the
3: way I always approach this is that I look at home ownership as stability for you and your family, both for social and economic well-being. And the way that realtors facilitate that is that they know the communities best. They know exactly what needs to be done regarding um, their education standards for their family, their investment portfolio, and the way that they want to move forward with their clients. So that's what realtors are really there for. They, I don't want to say that they're handholders because they're not. They really see the vision as to what their clients really want and need regarding their expectations for owning and
2: purchasing a home. Right. So one real estate profession that comes to mind quickly when thinking of how our industry can assist in access to purchasing a home are lenders. Uh, mortgage lenders often have programs that unlock access to home ownership for families that might not otherwise be able to purchase.
3: Yeah, no, that, that's 100% true. As a matter of fact, I kind of wanted to touch on this later, but uh, we can do it now. Um, recovering from the COVID-19 is absolutely paramount. And with the decline in interest rates, we're seeing lower costs for both home builders and buyers, thereby making home ownership more attractive. So get a good lender, make sure that you have a good lender because that's something that's going to be able to help qualify you for. It's just my point is is that the entering cost for home ownership at this point right now is lower than it's been, and getting a good lender to help you there is absolutely it's absolutely essential.
1: So, Adam, I'm glad that you mentioned it because I think it's important to talk about the benefits of home ownership. So, why would someone seek out these programs from a lender rather than choosing to rent?
3: Oh my gosh, that's a, that's a wonderful question. That's really the million dollar question. Right? And I say that because, um, and I'll we'll get into that in a second, but uh, the net worth of individuals that own homes is, that's why I say it's a million dollar question. But it's th- a great question. According to the National Association of Realtors uh, Economists, there are both social and economic benefits for owning homes or to be a homeowner. Uh, regarding social, findings show that homeownership has a significant impact on educational achievement. In fact, homeownership attributes to lower dropout rates and higher levels of achievement in math and reading. These positive outcomes in education can be attributed to homeownership offering housing stability, and that's what I was saying earlier about stability, uh, whereas renting generally leans to more transient offerings, of, uh, and it's not as stable further, homeowners tend to offer more civic engagement and are more likely to be involved in their community. They participate more in local elections, get involved in civic volunteer groups, such as getting involved at your local Realtor Board organization. Um, Another contributing factor is the health of homeowners and their children. Generally homeowners are happier and healthier uh, than non homeowners and as well as their children. This is generally due, this is what economists think is they think it's the wealth building effect that homeownership has on the sense of control through housing stability. Uh, which also contributes to crime rate being lower and also goes back to the civic engagement uh, because they feel as if they're offering something to their community that is generally benefiting themselves and their home ownership. The economic benefit is probably, in my argument, the most important. Uh, The economic benefits of home ownership are far-reaching, according to the National Association of Realtors. Uh, Real estate alone accounted for, I think it was just under $4 trillion, so just under 20, I think it's like 18%, of uh, the gross domestic product of the, of the United States. We also know from our studies that with each home sale, there are expenditures associated with the sale, such as, you know, as, as good realtors, you guys know, lawn care, uh, mortgage origination, remodeling, uh, furniture, et cetera, which attributes to approximately nationally, the National Association of Realtors says about 88000 right under $89,000 is generated in income from various sources uh, that, of what I just mentioned. Uh, Texas, the real estate industry had $285.3 billion of the GDP. Uh, That's approximately 15% of the total GDP in Texas in 2019. That equates to just under $83,000 per transaction. That's what I was saying earlier. Now, wealth accumulation is really my argument as one of the major big factors of stability. Wealth accumulation is also a huge factor, right? The net worth of a homeowner is 45 times that of a renter. According to the National Association of Realtors, a uh, national homeowner's net worth is $231,400, whereas a renter is 5200 And as an aside, as I said earlier, that wealth accumulation is absolutely paramount. And right now is a great time to get in, particularly given the COVID-19 epidemic. And the mortgage rates dropping. And to David's question earlier, I completely, or point earlier, completely agree with you. Get a good mortgage lender and make sure that you get the rates right or you get in at these rates because this is a great way to build wealth and it's a great time to be a realtor as well as just being in the real estate industry.
1: Yeah, I found it fascinating that home ownership has been connected to all those things that you mentioned You know, achievement in school, stability. It all really makes sense.
3: It really does and, and, it, and it's a wonderful thing. And so it goes back to the original question, what can realtors do? Honestly, connect people with their communities, create the stability that's necessary. Um, I always say, uh, you know, don't just get a real estate professional get a realtor because the realtors are involved. Um, they're, they're civically engaged. Um, they understand the importance of home ownership and that's something that, what I do is that's what I advocate for, so.
2: Yeah, it makes, it makes a lot of sense, Adam. Thanks for joining us today and sharing all that information. Data like that really makes me more passionate and more motivated to uh, help my clients find a home.
3: Well, thank you. And uh, thank, thanks for selling houses and making sure your communities are nice and strong. Um, it's, it's, a very, it's a very noble thing and uh, something that all of our membership should be proud of.
1: Next up, we're going to speak with Shauna Aquisto, a top producing agent in the DFW Metroplex. Hi, Shauna. Thanks for joining us. We asked you to call in and give us your why. Why do you love what you do?
4: Well, there's many reasons I would say, but the real why is I feel like I can make a difference to so many different people. Additionally, I, it's the freedom, you know, being able to do what we love is truly amazing. When we started out in real estate, we, you know, we, we periodically ask ourselves, why do we do this? And sometimes (laughs) it's, a late night in front of the computer that I yell at my husband, why are are we doing this? And he always reminds me that, you know, look at where we came from and where we are now. This is why we do it. So, you know, we started out pretty much in real estate and it was, we were in survival mode and, you know, as it evolved over the years, we hit different milestones throughout our career and each time we're like, wow, we made a difference. So in the beginning, we made a difference in our children's life. We had the freedom to be able to be present for them, plus do what we love to do, and because we care. And like I said, throughout our career, we've hit all these different milestones. And when we do, we realize wow, we're free to do what we want to do, and we're making a difference. So sometimes we have to remind ourselves of that because this business isn't easy, it's a huge commitment. And, you know, I talk about having the freedom that sometimes your freedom is taken from you by a client who needs you at a specific time. And that's something that we do is we stop, we stop what we're doing and we cater to those clients. And I think that is our biggest strength as well as our biggest weakness, because it's hard to turn that off. I can't say no. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so it makes it a little difficult.
2: so i i know you've had satisfaction out of helping your friends clients find a home and at times sell a home what impact do you think it has on those individuals when they acquire their home
4: that's the best day ever it's when you get to that closing table and you see the look on their face and you know i turn around and I praise them because they got to that table because of their efforts. You know, they saved enough money. They budgeted correctly and, and taken the time to find the right home. And just for us to be able to have guided them through that and give them things to think about and seeing their face and their accomplishment at the end is a huge satisfaction for me.
2: So I know you're involved here with CCAR. You're on various committees. I've seen you at the state events as well with the state association. How do you work those two together with your real estate business and being involved with the association? How does that, how's that interaction?
4: In the beginning, it was a little difficult. It pushed me into a different level. And luckily for me, I have my husband who's a huge support. who's also broker and co-owner of our company. And, and we always just feel like that is a responsibility of us to give back. We didn't get to where we were without other real estate and industry professionals. So giving back is almost something we feel like a responsibility for us. So it wasn't hard or it wasn't easy to do that, to juggle going to Austin and running a business and having agents. But, you know, I worked through because I knew after the first time I went to Austin and I came home and share everything that I learned, the more you talk about it, the more you realize, wow, there's a lot that goes on in our industry and there's a lot that I don't know. So I saw how much it impacted just our internal office and our agents and felt like it's something I have to continue on. It's had a huge impact on me. The different professionals that I've met along the way, have been truly a blessing and and something that I really think has, has allowed us to progress and advance in our career.
2: Yeah, and so giving to the association, giving to your profession, you also get back uh, a tremendous amount of knowledge and, and so on from that involvement.
3: Yes.
4: I feel that if you're going out and you're investing the time to meet people and listen and learn and understand different things about our industry and profession. If you keep it bottled up and you don't turn around and go share it with others, then it's, it's kind of a waste of time. What are you really doing with that information? So, you know, I really, I really enjoy everybody that I get to meet and encounter and, and things I learned along the way and come back and want to share that. And I really wish I wish more people would do that because it, it it truly is a satisfaction within itself.
1: Well, and Shawnee, so you're making a difference not only with what you do with the association, but, you know, NAR has done a lot of studies and they have tied home ownership to a lot of great benefits. You know, school performance, civic involvement, financial health, and just health in general. And so you're making a difference in the lives of your Clients when you're connecting them with a home. And I just wanted to get your thoughts also. We know that you were featured in a recent magazine article and you had a very good take on what you call, you know, what a lot of people call leads. Um, Can you talk a little bit about that? And you had mentioned in that article that it's more of a friend. And I really, you know, we really thought that that was a great take on that. And it kind of talks about, how you connect people to homes and it's a friend versus a lead.
4: Yes. So that is a word that I despise. It just seems so generic and impersonal that you're getting a lead. We like to call them friends. So when we make a connection with somebody, they're a friend. And, you know, you progress that friendship along. And, you know, we like to think of our firm as a, a real estate family where everybody's on the same, same playing field, and we talk often about how you can't sell a home, right? You can't just sell somebody a home. We are not just salesmen. We're really matchmakers, I guess, if you will. So what we're doing is we're taking somebody who has a desire for homeownership, for achieving the American dream. And we guide them and give them all these things they need to think about and, and coach them and guide them on how to achieve it and get there. And when they get there, you know, we talked earlier, that is a huge satisfaction. But, yeah, that's just something I've, I, I don't like that word, lead. I think it, it's just, I call it a bad word in our house. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what, my son is, is actually in the oil and gas, in sales. And it was brutal. And he would come back and be like, I got, you know, four leads today. And I called them and we instantly told him, Oh no, we're not going to use that word in here. We don't call them leads. If you made a connection with somebody that is a huge and they should be your friend. And if you look at somebody as a friend, how do you treat your friends? You know." If you look at someone as being, you know, I'm fortunate enough to have made a connection to you, Jonna, and to you, David, and I want to protect that friendship. So I think it just changes your mentality on how you approach the whole transaction and getting to the closing table. If you think of somebody as just another lead, I think it's different than if you consider somebody your friend, how you're going to, you know, get to the end.
2: I I agree with everything you said there.
1: Yeah. Thanks for expanding on that. That was, um, I really like your take on that. Thank
2: you. We're happy to see you over at CCAR when you're over here.
1: Well, I love it. You know,
4: everybody there is so amazing and it makes a difference. This isn't an easy business, despite what some people think to be in It's a lot of dedication, a lot of time, you know, a lot of blood, sweat and tears. And, you know, we were just talking with our agents this morning about the whole burnout and what it means to be burnt out. And I think it's, you have to learn the life balance, the life work balance, or else you easily become exhausted and overworked. And when you do that, you're not pleasant to be around and you cut corners, you make mistakes. And, you know, nobody wants that. So you're not being the best that you can be so you know we really try to adhere to that and we're trying to teach our agents that because you know with COVID we went from being super busy to like then twiddling our thumbs and then overnight it became super busy again I think people are tired of being inside their homes and they're ready to get out <laughs> wow. so it got really really busy and and everybody's just kind of we are seeing them they're almost to a breaking point so We encourage them to buddy up, you know, take a long weekend, do something, even if it's at your house, turn your phone off, don't do business. All of us in our real estate family can help one another, rely on other professionals to help you and truly take that time away so you can be the best you can be. Because people need us. a contract, a legal binding document, you know, how many... Things could go, go wrong throughout the whole process of getting to closing there's many and if you're not at your best you might overlook something so that's something we're really preaching right now is is that balance and sometimes we have to practice what we preach because <laughs> it's easy to get carried away
1: well shawn I thank you so much for taking time today to talk with David and I we appreciate it
2: yeah we certainly well do.
1: thank you guys you guys are awesome. Oh, thank you. So are thank you. <laughs> thank you. Well, you guys have a wonderful day. You too. Thanks, Shauna. Yes, I think that's all our time for today. Thanks for listening. If you have a question or topic you'd like us to discuss on the podcast, we want to hear it. Email us at ask at welcome to the and listen to hear it covered.
2: Yeah, we really would like to hear from you. And uh, thanks for listening. And until next time, Don't forget to call before showing.
0: Special thanks to our hosts, Jonna Fernandez and David Long. Our audio engineer, Garrett Holton. Outreach and guest relations manager, Kendall Crawford. Podcast administrator, Sean Offsall. And producer, Bree Westbury. Tune in next time and don't forget to enjoy your journey to the top. The statements by speakers in this podcast do not necessarily represent the views or position of the Collin County Association of Realtors, its leadership, or its members. This podcast is not intended to give legal, financial, medical, or other advice, but simply to provide information as a springboard to further discussion and investigation.